This is the Sheep Guarding Llama Podcast for Sunday, November 6, 2005. This is episode 18, and I'm your host, Scott Allen Miller. And today, my special guest co-host is... Dominica. That was impressive. <laughs> and this is our final uh, live podcast from Walt Disney World, Florida. Yes. Yes. Uh, today was really a wrap-up day. Uh, not too much scheduled. Nope. Nothing new, really. Although the whole day was kind of an adventure, so new, sort of. Yeah. Uh, well, let's tell them about the day. Okay. Where did we go first? First, we went to downtown Disney. Yep, we started the day. Downtown. Downtown. Da, 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 Everyone's da, waiting da. for you. And uh, neon lights are pretty. Yes. Um, we uh, we uh, managed to get our uh, shuttle driver to drop us off at Disney downtown, which includes uh, the Marketplace, Disney West Side, and Parad- uh, Pleasure Island. Uh, we what did not go to Paradise Island. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, Pleasure Island we did not go to. I've actually never been there except for going to Fulton's Crab House, which has now been moved to the Marketplace, so it's not even on Pleasure Island anymore. Uh, so I guess in a way I've never been there, but it was Pleasure Island at the time. So. And I was there 12 years ago with my dad and my sister when we were little. Well, my sister wasn't so little. She was almost 18. How small was your dad? <laughs> the same as he is now, huh? Okay, so really you were just little. I was okay. little. Nobody else was. <laughs> Although Francesca wasn't legal to get in without dad. Okay. And we went to the Adventurers Club. I see. And then we walked around. The only thing I think that looks interesting there now is Raglan's, which is brand new. That's is the, that the Irish the pub? The Irish pub, yeah. Yeah, I would say the Irish pub would be worth checking out, but yeah, that, it's hard hey, to say. Famous fish and chips, you know. And you can actually pay $10 and go just to one club. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but if you pay 20 bucks, then you get to go to all of them. Yeah, it might be free during the day, like if you're going to get lunch. Maybe. I think I think that's yeah, probably think the case. Yeah, there is a way to get on during yeah. the day, yeah. But, uh... They either kick you off or charge you at night or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know how in, in the parks on the extra nights they give you those wristbands saying ah, you're allowed to be there? Right. I think Pleasure Island does the same thing. Okay. Um, so anyway, we went downtown and uh, we did some shopping. Yep. We had a specific thing in a specific size that we were looking for. Yeah. And uh, for those of you who ever do Disney shopping, uh, shopping for Disney merchandise should not be done in the parks. It's a bad idea. They know that people are trapped in there and get hooked on things they walk by. But better deals, better selection, nicer stores are outside of the actual pay parks. And you don't have to spend your uh, your ticket days shopping. Go to Disney Downtown early in your trip and do your shopping there because the, the selection's better. You'll be, you'll, you'll be happier. It's called Downtown Disney, dear. Yes. 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 So go downtown and do your shopping there. I don't um, know about there being better deals. All the prices seem to be the same. Well, yeah, the prices are the same, but you you can it's see everything in one spot, yeah. and yeah. you're not going to spend 10 no, hours looking for No, it was definitely nicer shopping there, and yeah. um, all I did was say, I'm looking for this, and the guy's like, oh, it's way back next to the restrooms, and I said, okay, that's where it is. Yeah, it took us minutes instead of hours. I don't want to say what it is, just in case... Um, Anyone, the, yeah. Yeah, just in case the person who it's for is listening. Yes. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> she's a smarty. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so we did some shopping, and then we headed over to West Side. Mm-hmm. West Side. And that sucked. Yeah. Well, it's early in the morning. Well, yeah, well it was morning. 
not yeah, not exactly early, it was and it's so not so much sun. Yeah, it was. A, this is the hottest day since we've been here, and as bright as any day has been. So it was it was roasty yep. uh, out there in the sunlight. So we were we were kind of searching for shade wherever we went. And uh, Westside really doesn't open up until early afternoon because it's they have some lunch, but they're really kind of an evening place. Yeah. So it's the stores were open. Though. They were, but there's very few of them. There aren't Disney stores over there for the most part. It, well, there are a couple. There but are, but it's like Planet Hollywood and Virgin Records yep. and, and the Virgin like Mega that. Stores over yeah. there. Yeah. We did, however, find mm-hmm. the Candy Cauldron. Right, which is Disney's Candy Cauldron. Yes, it's, it's an Disney's actual Disney-themed candy, candy store. And it's themed like um, the Evil Queen from Snow White. Ah, yes. Yep. Yep, and they sell um, specialty candy apples. And you can either get candy apples that they've made, or you can choose your own topping. And these things are gigantic. Huge! Enormous. They're five fifty. For an apple, and the specialty ones are first coated in the standard caramel, and then you can coat it in either milk chocolate or white chocolate, and then you can put around that anything that you want. Like Oreo cookies, peanut butter cups, M&M's, coconut, sprinkles, cinnamon, and we chose to do milk chocolate with peanut butter cups. And we got two apples, not realizing how ginormous these things yeah, were going to be. these things must be one to two Huge. pounds Oh, each. yes. It, definitely. At least a pound. And um, so she, they bring, you have to wait for 10 minutes if you order a specialty one because everything yep. has to, like the chocolate has which to was harden. Re- which is really good for us because it was really hot out and that place is really cold air conditioning because it's a store full of chocolate and they have to keep it cold. Yep. So we went in there and we saw our ginormous apples and we were like... How are we gonna eat these things? And so the girl cut them for us, which was a good thing because I don't even I don't know how you would break into that unless you had cut it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't it I don't think I could have bitten into it. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like a good two inches of um, peanut butter cups around the outside edge. It was not two inches. No. Okay. Was it like an inch? <laughs> it was like half an inch. No, it wasn't. Yes, it, was it was at least an inch. An inch is a pretty significant I amount know, of peanut butter cups. I know it was huge. It was a it was a lot though. Yeah. Yes. Okay, maybe from the caramel to the outside of the peanut butter cups, it was an inch. Maybe. At the bottom, where yeah. there were more peanuts. Okay. Shut up. Um. Anyway, it was really good, but we, could, we couldn't eat the full two apples, so we saved some for later. Yes, which we did eat. But we they, recommend... They held up. They yes. held up in burning heat all day. Yeah, it held up really well. Really we recommend impressive. doing this because it was kind of yeah. an unusual candy thing. Yeah, but share it with a friend. Yeah. Don't eat it on your own. It's way too much. One apple for two people. Yeah. Definitely. And most. Four people could definitely have a lot. With Seriously. A single apple. Yeah. Yeah. And they do have a lot of other stuff at the candy store, we should say. It's not just an apple place, but they've got like all the colored M&Ms, all the Disney themed chocolate, a whole huge double display of specialty candy and fudge and stuff that they make there that I had a little bit of, which was really, really good. And they've mm-hmm. got a really good selection. So neat but, place. Disney's yep. Candy Cauldron, West Side. Uh, and uh, after that, we were we couldn't take the heat anymore, so we um, uh, our plan was to grab a bus to go up to Port Orleans because everyone we know has been staying up there recently, and we wanted to check it out and see how it was because I've never actually been there, and you've never been there, mm-hmm. I guess. We've never been there. And uh, so we hopped the bus, and this is where the, the problem came in. Uh, all the other Disney buses that we've uh, ridden, they label them in their parking spots. They have, they have like, a, you know, parking slot one through 
16 or so and each one lists the places that that route goes to and so like the very first bus we rode the first night went to uh boardwalk and beach club and yacht club and swan and dolphin so five resorts and you would just get on the bus and would go to each of those and the the electric sign on the side of the bus would only mention probably boardwalk just one of those because obviously they don't fit so at uh downtown disney downtown they uh Bus 1 is labeled as going to Old Key West and Port Orleans. So we got on the bus when it came, and the side of the bus said uh, Old Key West because you can't fit both names on it. And we got on, and it was almost an hour riding that bus before they informed us that it did not go to Port Orleans and that there was a separate bus for that. And we were told by that bus driver that all the buses were placarded with the electric sign saying where they went, but we know that's not the case because no other bus we've ridden the entire time we've been here has been that way uh, and physically couldn't be. And so uh, we, we're not sure exactly where the mistake was made, whether it was all the other buses or this one. Uh, this bus driver was claiming, I guess it was all the other buses were the mistake. But uh, so at, we didn't make it to Port Orleans uh, as we had planned. We ended up uh, touring around quite a huge area. And finally, uh, some buses switched and they got us onto the Port Orleans bus, uh, which then took us up to Port Orleans. And at this point, we pretty much decided we were going to just transfer as quickly as we could so we could get to the Grand Floridian because uh, originally we were killing a little bit of time because we had, we had a 2.20 tea time. Um, but now we were kind of worried about actually making it. So we, we changed from killing a little bit of time to trying to get there as quickly as possible. But by the time we had gotten on the first bus, uh, the only thing that had happened was we had ridden the bus. We actually didn't change what we were doing uh, to speed things up. We, we finally got on the Port Orleans bus uh, because you can't go directly from downtown Disney up to the Magic Kingdom transportation. You must go to one of the resorts first. And so once, once we were going to a resort, we were kind of stuck. Uh, we switched to Port Orleans, uh, went through the Port Orleans, got off and got directly onto the Magic Kingdom bus. Unfortunately, the Magic Kingdom bus from Port Orleans goes back through the entire route of the Port Orleans bus from downtown. So we ended up riding for a really long time before it got us out to the monorail and then over to the Grand Floridian. And in all, having left at about 11.50 to catch the bus at Disney Westside, we walked into our tea time at 2.20 at exactly 2.20 when we reached the desk at the Grand Floridian. And all we did was get on the bus from Disney Westside, which is the closest of all the downtown locations to, uh, to anything you might want to get to. And it took almost exactly two and a half hours to get to the Grand Floridian. And so we, were, we spent the entire middle of the day riding buses and monorails just trying to get to our location. And by the end, we were in a little bit of a panic because it was our one scheduled thing for the day. Right. So unfortunately, our entire middle of the day was transportation. Uh, luckily, we were trying to kill time during that. We were going to go into the Magic Kingdom do a little bit of shopping, but it was all very inconsequential and uh, didn't end up affecting us adversely, but could definitely have been bad for uh, anyone who was actually trying to go to the parks. I definitely got sick of the buses, though. Yeah, two and a half hours was a, get off the bus. was a lot of bus riding with no particular destination going on. Right. And a lot of frustration trying to figure out why we weren't getting anywhere. Um, so we went to the Grand Floridian uh, for tea. This is the official Disney afternoon tea. It's the only location that does it. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, the Grand Floridian is the premier Disney resort. Uh, it's located on the west side of the Seven Seas Lagoon, overlooks uh, the Magic Kingdom, uh, the Contemporary, the Polynesian Resort there on the lake. And uh, tea, 
was absolutely phenomenal. Yep, it was great. This is uh, definitely one of the best things we've done in Disney so far. Mm-hmm. We, uh, it's, uh, it's a formal tea uh, in uh, a, a, just a gorgeous Victorian mansion setting, I guess. It's very mm-hmm. uh, uh, British seaside, I guess. Uh, and uh, because we had had the transportation problems, the uh, the manager made sure that we got the best seat in the house, which was awfully nice. Yep. And I should mention that uh, our our host for the evening uh, was a Dead Ringer for Omar Sharif. So that was uh, that was kind of interesting. Um, hmm. It actually caught me off guard until I realized that Omar was uh, is very old at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I felt like I was dropped into Doctor Zhivago. Omar Sharif was our waiter. Omar Sharif was no our host, our not host. our waiter. Oh, okay. Our waiter didn't look like any actor I knew. Oh, the host yes. guy. Yes, oh, Donald. Okay. okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. I so was Donald, if you're looking, time. you look just like Omar Sharif. Um, if you're looking. If you're if you're listening. listening. Okay, we had to take a, a really quick break there, right after we were discussing Omar Sharif and Dr. Zhivago, and uh, Lawrence of Arabia, of course, great movie, um, uh, because the uh, the hotel called up to uh, apologize for us not having internet access and uh, gave us a free room, which uh, or not a free room, a free room night. We got we got our, our night comped tonight, and then moments after that, which is awesome, our internet came back on. Uh, it probably will only last a few minutes, but there are some updates out there. So the fact that you're hearing this on time means that it stayed up long enough and uh, it came out. So anyway, we were talking about uh, uh, our tea mm-hmm. and uh, Omar Sharif, our host, uh, who was only our host, and then our waiter was excellent, and uh, our tea selection was excellent. Yes. Yep, and. Uh, you can tell it's been uh, two hours, three hours since we were last posting because Dominica is dramatically more tired now. I'm not as much fun when I'm tired. Yeah, you've uh, you've dropped off significantly. Sorry. You were giggly earlier. Oops. Now you're, uh, <laughs> yep. She, uh, yes, Dominica got caught into watching television uh, during our break uh, because we don't have television at home. So this was, uh, this was a TV celebration for her. Yes, and I'm quitting my job at the hotel so that I won't be able to watch... TV anymore. The oh yeah, one that I did. When oh, I worked you're completely there. out of luck. Well, maybe if uh, <laughs> if Fuji has the uh, the same kind of data center, I don't think they do because I've seen it. Um, if they have the same kind of data center that Wegmans does, uh, they watch movies on the big screen while they're at their at their call center. <laughs> I kind of doubt that. No, okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, Wegmans has uh, it's about an eighty foot screen, I would say. <laughs> they watch it's movies. It's huge. Well, not movies. They watch television. They just turn uh, on like, the news or soap operas or whatever's on um, and uh, keep yeah, it on. I I don't see that happening at Fuji. Right. No. So anyway, uh, what do you want to tell everybody about our tea? Because this was, the, we, we don't want to skip the tea because this was one of the best things we did at Disney World. It really was. It was formal, high British tea mm-hmm. uh, with a nice china, the yes. unbelievable service, yep. uh, the price tag to match. Yep. Three courses. We got not the grand tea because the grand tea came with sparkling wine and neither of us felt like sparkling wine at the time. Uh, no, that was the in-between one, I believe. No, no, no. The Grand Tea came with oh, sparkling Oh, but also with meat. No. The no? Grand Tea did not come with oh, meat. Oh, it was the it one below that. The Prince wine. of Wales came with meat. The Prince of Wales oh, okay. came with meat, and we didn't want that. I see. Yes. So we went with the Buckingham yes. tea, which was the highest level you could get without al- alcohol or meat. And it did, did come with a chicken, but we replaced that with more egg salad. Yes. So, so it came easy with... Easy substitution. Uh, the first course was the finger sandwiches. Yep. And it was watercress and cucumber. Mm-hmm. And then egg salad. Yes. And then shrimp salad. Yes. And then it was supposed to come with chicken salad, but we asked for another egg salad because we don't eat chicken. 
And then the last one was a poached pear with gorgonzola cheese. Yes. And, and all all four of the different ones we had were excellent. They were excellent. They're so tasty. And they alternated with white bread and wheat bread to make it look prettier on the plate. Oh, and then there was a little onion tartlet that was a surprise. Yes. We didn't realize caramelized yes. onion tartlet, which was, it was delicious. Very good. Yep. Yep. That was the first round, mm -hmm. and uh, we each they, they had a wide tea selection. Uh, you got the Earl Grey, mm -hmm. the traditional uh, Earl Grey, and it's my I, favorite tea. And I prefer the double Earl Grey, and I can't remember the name of the tea company, but I like it with a lot of bergamot. Uh, but I got the uh, the bouquet. I don't the know garden bouquet, garden view called. bouquet, or something like yep. that. It's a special uh, loose blend made for this tea room. Yep. And it was very, very good. Which is called the Garden View Lounge. I can't remember if we said that. No, I don't think so. Yep, the Garden View Lounge <laughs> at the Grand Floridian. Yep. Yes. And uh, and mine was a blend of black teas, and that's what I like to drink. I'm a black tea kind of guy. Yep. Because it's just not as good for you as green tea, so it tastes better. I should have tried yours. I didn't try it. I, I didn't try yours. Oh, well. Yes. Mine was good. We failed to try as Each much as we should have. Yeah. We did. That was bad. We'll remember um, for next time. So then the second course was a um, raisin and golden raisin scone. Yes, British scone. Yep. Because there are different types. With, And um, it came with Devonshire cream. Mm -hmm. and Devonshire. Devonshire. Yes. I'm sorry. Devonshire <laughs> cream. And uh, raspberry preserves. Yes. And then a strawberry jam tart. Yes. And... Devonshire cream is one of the most delicious things in the world. It's really, really it good. It's unbelievably good. We're going to be searching for it when we get back to New York, and we will keep you a little updated as to where you can get it. It has, like, the texture of whipped butter. Yeah. But it tastes like... Sweet cream. Sweet cream. Yeah. It's amazingly good. It has... It's similar to what I would... <laughs> uh, Roger Bartman, if you're out there, uh, sweet cheese... Uh, that's all I have to say. It's similar to cream cheese with confectionery sugar. Yes. But creamier and not as cheesy. But it's that kind of sweet dairy kind of category. Mm -hmm. For those of you who know clotted cream, um, it was described to another table as a lighter form of clotted cream. So, But absolutely delicious. It was yummy. And good on scones. Very good on yeah. scones. Yeah. Uh, I think it would go well on just about anything that would take butter. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. For the most part. But um, a yummier, tastier version of butter. Yeah. Boy, was that it good. It was good. Yeah, We're was gonna, good. We tried to buy it, but they don't sell it in England in uh, Epcot Center. And they don't seem, I looked and they didn't seem to sell it in the Grand Floridian. No, yeah, they didn't have any store that had a section like that that no. we could see. So, so we're going to have to try and find it somewhere yep. close by or mail order it because it yep. was that good that we yeah. would do well, that. Well, if we can't find it anywhere, then uh, we have a mission for Chris and Chanda. Oh, yes, that's true. Yes. Dun, yep. dun, 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 They'll dun, They'll have to send dun, us dun, dun, Devonshire dun, cream. Dun, 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 dun. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to find a Devonshire cream. Because it was yummy. Because it was yummy. Yeah. And the scone will self-destruct in five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was delicious. And then our third round. Our third round was a choice of dessert, and we could either have a big bowl of strawberries with whipped cream, yep, or we could have um, trifle. trifle, or we could have 
uh, a selection, uh, two of a selection of pastries. And Scott chose the pastries, uh -huh. and I chose the trifle, which was uh, strawberry jam. I think it was strawberry, not raspberry. It could have been. I don't know. Yep, strawberry sure. jam with English pound cake. Um, and then vanilla custard in layers, and it was it was layered that way twice, and then with like whipped cream on top. And I went with a pecan tartlet and a peanut butter mousse in chocolate, which was excellent. My trifle was very good. Yep, and I'm it was not a, huge. I'm not a trifle fan, so yes, um, I did try it, and it was good trifle, but not my. Not my bag, baby. No. Scott is not a fan of, like, soggy bread products. I don't like wet bre bread, yeah. No, but it, I I do like wet bread, and as a matter of fact, bread pudding is one of my favorite things. See, bread pudding is drier than trifle, and it's different. It is different. It's still mushy bread. It is, and it's amazing that I like it. Yeah. Because there's very few things similar to it that I like. And I find it one of the yummiest things I've yeah. ever had. Well, I definitely really like it. And it's I, just weird. I really uh, mourned the lost years of eating bread pudding before <laughs> I discovered it when I met you. It wasn't the, the first time I had it. It was somewhere in Ithaca, I think. Yeah, it was at the Statler. It was at the Statler. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, yep, we're hoping that Bob and Lisa... Who are probably listening. Yep, when they get married, go for the bread pudding on the dessert menu. Yep, it's... Uh, Actually, I think they are. I think it was I already mentioned are. that they oh, are. Oh, did Bob say they are? I, I feel that as though. That would be heaven. Or maybe just because he said Statler, I imagined bread pudding and Which put is, it into the conversation. Which is because it was so good that yeah. you would just you think would just, bread pudding, yeah. imagine it. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Um, so, but tea was excellent. It was uh, very relaxing. It lasted for two hours. We were there until almost 4.30. Yep, and it was a really nice break from the heat of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, it was a nice light lunch. It, it I would was, say. Mm -hmm. but by the time we did those three courses, it was, you know, it each little bit seemed like very little, but it actually seemed like a full lunch by the time we were done. Mm -hmm. It was very nice, and uh, we ended up hanging out with a family that was sitting beside us, uh, not too far away. Um, I think that was a grandmother, mother, and and child. I think I, it was three generations. I think, but no, that one girl, the the younger woman, seemed too young to be the girl, the little girl's mother. Yeah. Because the little girl was at least like 10. Yeah. And that woman yeah. seemed like my age. No, she could have been 30. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, it's possible that that's what it was, but it's hard to say. They could have also been very separated siblings. Yes. It's possible. Or none of the above. That's true. Yep. It could have been a, a mother and an aunt. It, but, but anyway. But how do you ask those things yeah. of strangers? Actually, I've noticed that um, I had a lot of trouble picking out family units when we were at Disney World because um, a lot of people do it with extended family so it was really hard to figure out if it was grandparents with their children with young children or if it was like families with really separated ages in their children it was it was very strange I, I had a hard time with that mm-hmm and I people watch, so. Yeah, I wasn't uh, so concerned. No. Um. <laughs> well, I wasn't really concerned. I was just, you know, it was just an observation. Yep. Dominica's observation of the day. I see. It's hard to pick out family units. Okay. Uh, but they were from uh, Wyoming, central Wyoming, mm -hmm. uh, which I also have to mention, for those of you, and probably about half of our listeners, uh, know Tristan, who used to work at the Comfort Inn uh, across from the airport, who uh, fell off the face of the earth for a number of years, and then one day popped back up, said hello, and uh, disappeared again for a year or two. Uh, he just sent me an email the other day, and he has moved to Cheyenne, Wyoming. 
And so uh, we are in contact with him, and he may even be listening. So, Tristan, if you're out there, hello. Just a note on Wyoming there. Yes. Tying it all in together, everything comes back to... But I don't know Tristan, so I'm one of those people that doesn't care about what yes. you just said. Yes, but you're not one of the listeners <laughs> of the show, actually. That's You've never true. listened. But um, I'm listening to you. I have never are. listened to Scott's, and none of his podcasts have I ever listened to. Yeah, it's very sad. Not a single one. Very sad. Well, they weren't any interesting until you brought me on. I see. And, but I don't and like to listen to my own voice or watch myself on videotape, uh, so I won't so listen rough. to these yes. either. <laughs> nope. So you're not helping with the popularity of the show. However, now that you've been on, uh, I do get to say we did get internet access uh, during this break, obviously, and uh, uh, we were able to check our statistics over at Podomatic, and sometime in this gap of no internet access and not being able to post, which has hurt us dramatically, we have managed to stay on the top 100 each day, and we are now up to number 58 all time, meaning we passed the Je Jedi Council Speaks. So, Bob, now uh, now you're the one playing catch-up. Although I know it's from all those people who have been waiting and waiting for new stuff to be posted. Yeah, I know. I talked to my sorry father, and he's that, like, folks. I've been checking, and there's nothing out there. Are you yeah. guys still alive? We're sorry. Yeah. We've been doing stuff. We just haven't been yeah. able to send it to you. Yeah, we're, we're more upset than anyone else, I guarantee you. Yep. Because we've been putting a lot of work into into yeah. a lot of, between the Flickr cast and the videos, which aren't very much, but we're learning, and, and all this podcasting. And let me tell you, we've been trying audio blogger. Every couple hours for the past three days. Scott is always, anytime there's a break, he's had his phone to his ear trying to call Audioblogger, and it never works. Yeah, we got one call out, and for those of you who've been watching SGL2, you see one call where I'm like, Audioblogger works, talk to you tomorrow, and then instantly it was off again. And then we lost internet access at the same time, so I couldn't even go on and say, we don't have a way to do this. So this was not quite as interactive and up to the minute as we wanted it to be, so we apologize for that. Yeah. But hopefully you're all still getting some enjoyment out of this. Yeah, and so, we should m mention that the uh, the early videos have already had like 30-some people download them, which is pretty cool. And we posted a video of Winnie the Pooh dancing at the Crystal Palace, Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore dancing with a bunch of kids, and it was very was cute. Which was really cute. Yeah, and the music even comes through, and you making comments about how people can't laugh at dancing characters. I said, how can you not laugh? Right, right. Yeah, And then uh, because it's, it's them dancing around like... And their butts shake, their little stuffed butts. It's hilarious. <laughs> Those are huge stuffed yeah, butts. Okay, yeah, okay, huge stuffed um, butts shake but around. That video was downloaded three times in the first ten minutes it was posted. And Eeyore is just so cute. He has the cutest yeah, butt of all cute. the characters, yeah. well, I think. Well, th he has to have a cute butt because his tail is supposed to cover it but keeps falling off. That's true. You know, um, I felt that Chip and Dale also had cute butts. They're, yeah, they're pretty cute overall. Yes. Yep. The little tails. Yes. Yeah, they're cute. Well, Who you, doesn't have a tail? No. Bears don't have tails. They, they have, don't. They have, they little, have little nubbins like yeah. Oreo. <laughs> I was just about to say, very much like Oreo. Yep. yep. Uh, whereas chipmunks actually do have some of nature's cutest tails. That is true. Yes. Okay, moving on. Okay. Uh, tea was excellent. We had a wonderful time, and we highly recommend it to anyone who goes to Disney World. Do it at least once, if not every day. Mm -hmm. uh, this is definitely something that we were, con we were like, you know, this would be a great way to spend every afternoon because Florida gets hot. And this is a way to cool down, to relax, to get away from the crowds. And it's not a real expensive way to do lunch, and it does kill two hours. So mm -hmm. it's, you get, it's actually a pretty good value. I think all together it was just under, after uh, tip and tax, it was under $60. 
for us, and that was a lunch for two with tea and two hours in a really nice setting. Live band playing the whole time. That was right. important, and that yep. was awesome. Not not some cheesy band either. It's this like was a full like a orchestra, like a oh, seven piece like ensemble. A, yeah, and it, it was definitely trumpet and piano, and it it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were doing all the forties hits, thirties uh, hits. Yep. Apparently, the Grand Floridian has live music. Just pretty much Just all the time. Just about all the time. That's the impression I get. And um, because the Garden View Lounge is open to the lobby on one side, you mm-hmm. can hear it all, and it's just it was just wonderful. Yeah. What a great atmosphere. It and the really service was. there is yeah. unbelievable. Like, yeah. great, great service. Yep. Nelson, if you're listening, awesome waiter. Thank you. Yep. And he was so into his job, and it, it was just, it yeah. was great. I'm he guessing, was having a good time. I'm guessing that Nelson, our waiter there, must have worked at Disney for 10 years before they let him into that. You know, it, it's, you get the impression when you're at the Grand Floridian that the, the people working there have been at Disney for a very, very long time and only the absolute cream of the crop was allowed to set foot in this facility because it is so professional and so accurate and, and perfect and everything mm-hmm. is exactly as it should be. Every place setting is absolutely perfect. Well, he, he switched out my cup. I don't even know what was wrong. No, I don't know. I have no idea. Yep, I, d- I don't know. He, <laughs> something was wrong with the cup, and he said, I'm sorry, this isn't perfect. I have to take it away yeah. and bring you a new one. Yep. And Scott said, okay, that's <laughs> fine. Um, but, you know, you have to remember that Victoria and Albert's, the mm-hmm. nicest restaurant, restaurant in all of Disney yep. World, and one of the nicest restaurants in this country. It's one of the top rated it's in one the of country. The, it's one of the few real true five-star restaurants. Yes, yep. Um is in the Grand Floridian. Yes. And I would say that uh, the Garden View Lounge and other restaurants in the Grand Floridian must be a testing ground, like a training ground oh, for I'm Victoria sure. and Albert's because yep. you have to be the best server oh, yes. in Walt Disney World to get a job at Victoria and Albert's. Yep. Well, the Garden View Lounge, I believe, is the top lounge in Disney World. I would bet it was, yes. Yep. They also have um, like a cocktail hour. There. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that place is in use all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so pretty oh. with a view of the lake and the beach out in front. and Yeah, and of course, it's Disney's best beach as well. Mm-hmm. All of Disney's best is at the Grand Floridian. We have decided that we're staying at the Grand Floridian the next time we yep. come. We're going to have to. It's, uh, it's such an amazing location. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful oh, inside and out. Yeah. And the crowd there is very nice. It, it's, it's a different just, atmosphere. Yeah, it's absolutely, it's lovely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So after tea... Uh, it was off to Epcot. We had a very, very little bit of time. We were not expecting tea to go so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we wanted to go into Epcot and uh, do kind of our final farewell to uh, the parks and Disney World because it was uh, it's our last day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to be back in the hotel room by uh, quarter after six because we needed to wrap up. And even though we got back quarter after six, we're now pushing midnight at this point. Um, and we have to be, what time do we have to get up? Four, you have to get up at 4.30. 4.30. Because uh, you have to up. do your hair. You just yes. take so long. My hair is such a hassle. Um, and so we're only looking at, at, at best, four and a half to five hours of sleep uh, at this point. Uh, but we've been back at the hotel for some time taking care of things like this and uh, getting online and uh, posting things. But uh, uh, So we went to Epcot, and we arrived around about 5 o'clock, I think, after we got out of the... Yeah, it was just about five. Just about five. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, our original plan was to get dinner in Epcot, but uh, we, it was not as convenient as we had hoped because we had no time and we weren't very hungry because we got more food with tea than we had planned. Um, but we ran uh, up to uh, the UK, did a little bit of shopping, and discovered that there was no Devonshire cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we went on to Morocco because the hummus that we got was so good that we 
we went and got some more, and uh, this time we figured out that we could get extra pita with it, and uh, that w that made all the difference. It was much much better. For an extra dollar, you get plenty of pita. So because they for, give you this huge thing of hummus, yeah. this plate full of heaping scoop of hummus mm -hmm. with one little pita bread. One. How do you? Big how are you? Pita chip. It is not. It's not physically possible to get all of the hummus yeah, onto that, that one. That chip piece of would not bread. hold the weight of that hummus. There's no way. No. Mm -mm. Uh, so, but it's only a dollar fifty for the hummus and the right. one pita chip, which is incredibly inexpensive. It's the most inexpensive snack you could probably get in the entire park. Yep, I, would I say can't that's believe we true. found that. And then, so we each got it. So that's three dollars for an extra one dollar. You get a plate of pita. So for four dollars, two people actually have a pretty decent snack but mm -hmm. it's weird that you have to do it that way. You also got a, a very nice glass of wine. I did. Mm -hmm. Of course, I don't know the name of it now. Um, nope. It was hard enough to know the name of it then, uh, just yeah. to order it, but uh, <laughs> it was good. It was my one wine like for the Bangladesh entire... Like Bangladesh or something. Bang nothing Bangad nothing Bang like Bangladesh, Bana no. Yeah, you're making it worse. Okay, um, so we, we got our hummus there, and uh, then we ran down to the UK and got fish and chips again from the uh, Yorkshire County... Famous and fish and chips. Who knows how we fit the fish and chips uh, because yeah. I just, we had to have it because it was so good. And, you know, when's the next time we're going to be back here? We have no idea. Right. So, so we got that. We ate it in the courtyard in the UK in the back, kind of hiding. And then uh, realized we were down to the very last second to make it out to the shuttle. And, and pretty much ran. Pretty much ran the entire way yeah. down through the World Showcase, through Future World, and out through the parking lots and, and got out to the... Uh, yeah, as fast as my short little legs would carry yep. me. And I then left. we got out there, and there was yet another uh, couple from the UK. Almost everyone we've seen this trip has been from the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, over 50% of all people I've talked to have been from the UK, definitely. That is true. And, uh, and they told us that the uh, Yorkshire County Fish and Chips is the big famous fish and chips in the UK. And I wish I could remember the name of it. Yeah, we could definitely figure it out, though. Yes. It's not uh, not that hard now that we know that that is the one. Yep, they said that it was very good, and uh, we're like, oh, is this actually the good fish and chips in England? And they said, oh, yes, it's the, it's the most famous restaurant in the country. Yep. And we said, oh, okay. Oh, and also, they were an older couple mm -hmm. in their twilight years, I guess you would say, and they were celebrating their engagement. They yes. had met in Malta. Mm-hmm. On vacation, on yep, yep, on separate vacations, and they live, what was it, 130 miles apart in England? 100, yeah, 100 something, something like, like that, like that. Yeah. And so, um, I guess they've been meeting, going on vacation since they met in Malta. Several years ago. Several years ago, and uh, so they decided to celebrate their engagement in Disney World. And Fort Lauderdale, yep. and the Bahamas, and back to Fort Lauderdale. Yep. So they've got a Florida. Is they've there. got a pretty major holiday going on. Yep, they were very cute, you know, because we came up to it, up to them, and and um, they had their arms completely wrapped around each other. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of unusual in an older couple. Until we found out they were engaged, so young love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were very cute. Yes. Um, and uh, then we came back to the hotel. Yep. And we did make the shuttle, obviously. And uh, today was a hot day. We're glad to be back in air conditioning. And uh, we are packed at this point. And we are about to post, uh, which means if we actually get this post out, I'm actually going to be able to pack the laptop and not have to worry about that in the morning. Oh, that would that be will be a relief if uh, we haven't lost Internet access. Actually, we'll check while we're talking. And we have lost Internet access. Oh, it's back on. Hopefully we can get this post out. This is and so frustrating, I can't even tell you. If we stayed up till after midnight, we could check in to for our flight. Ah, 
uh, that's always a handy thing. AirTran yeah. allows you to check in online uh, for your flights so your tickets are ready, um, which makes life easier. So you get so. seats together is really the best yeah, thing about that's, it. Yeah, uh, that's the big thing. Because when you fly cheap, you can't prearrange your seat. Yep. All right, so I think that's about it. I think we actually have to wrap up our final from Walt Disney World podcast. Aww. This is very sad. We've posted our final pictures, our final videos. We've gotten everything done, and this podcast, we've already done the last Sheep Grudding Llama daily has been posted, and uh, this podcast represents the absolute last piece of our multimedia experience here in Disney World until we potentially post some wrap-up from New York, but it's not it's the same. Sad. It is. That it's over. Yeah. Well, I guess um, it's up to you to decide if you want the Scott and Dominica show to continue. You'll have to um, post some remarks if you want me to keep being the co-host. Yeah. Or better yet, we do have a call-in number, and oh. no one has called in yet. We would love to have someone, uh, you know, to add to the show. I mean, those of you who have been listening, you've heard Bob. Bob was uh, kind enough to send us an MP3 that he had uh, uh, recorded uh, at home and then emailed to us, and you're welcome to do that. Uh, you can email directly to the show. Go to the uh, uh, com, and all the information is right there on the right-hand side about how to leave us a message. But there is a phone number on there, and I've mentioned it on the show, and uh, it's all over the place. Call that number and leave us a message, and we can add you right into the show. Yep, it's kind of like that part in uh, the Tinkerbell stage show when they're when they're like, "Oh, if you want um, Tinker, if you want Tink to come back to life, then you have to clap your hands if you want me to stay on the show." I was trying to make it a Disney reference. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. You have to call in, and Dominica will stay on the show. I see. Interesting. Like Tinkerbell, shut up. We're in Disney World. I'm trying to make it Disney. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well. Call in, everyone. We're, we're looking for opinions. And, uh, and your thoughts on the show and your thoughts on Walt Disney World and share your experiences with us. And uh, I think everyone would love to hear more from all of our listeners because we yes. have a lot of listeners. I'd love to hear seeing. from our listeners. Yeah. Maybe I'll listen to the podcast if I, if I have some listeners. Yeah. Make me want to listen. Yeah, come on, people. All right. <laughs> and we know we have a lot of listeners because our ratings are so high. Yes. So we know you're out there. Although we have dropped off now that we haven't had internet access the last several days, both uh, the SGL pod, the SGL podcast, and SGL two have taken a, a nosedive. In but a, we don't blame you because it's frustrating. We understand, yep. and we're sorry, but and it's it, the crappy hotel's yep. fault. And it does hurt because there's also none of the statistics that come from me working on the site, mm -hmm. and that does add something to it. Um, and so that's we're kind of forcibly removed there. So I don't know how much that affects things, but all right. Well, okay. we have to say goodbye. Goodbye. This is Scott. And Dominica. Signing off from Walt Disney World, Orlando, Florida. Good night, everybody. This has been a production of SGL Media.